we hit 301 plays. Ooh. Oi, oi. Ooh. Look at us. The doctors take the folders and they have it on their cow running around, running around. And I'm there looking for my folder to document my notes because I've been writing obs all morning and it's all the way at the end of the wood. I hate that. Hello and welcome to the Arcsless Change Room podcast. Podcast? Podcast? Yeah, I said podcast. Access Podcast bringing you all things nursing and lifestyle. Nursing woes and pros by your favourite nurses. My name's Arx Ness and I am an alternative schools provision nurse. And I'm here with my amazing co-hosts. Your favourite mental health nurse, Rue. Your favourite multifaceted nurse, respiratory nurse and master's practitioner, Yolanda. And your sweetest diabetes nurse, Jade. We are for the nurses and by the nurses. So on today's episode, to strike or not to strike but most of all our nursing pet peeves what really grinds our gears what we don't like coming to see on shift maybe what emails we don't like receiving how about phone calls maybe subpar handovers but firstly I want to ask you ladies how are you ladies doing today like it's Monday it's cold outside but how are you doing we good barely surviving it's Monday I need to defrost I'll be defrosted by Friday (laughs) <laughs> not the whole week to defrost i need to defrost my friday so we can load the weekend again obviously i'm not part of this conversation because i ain't part of a union but Boo. what are the union <laughs> mm. but what are the union ladies saying are you striking are you gluing yourself to the ground are you gonna allow her to drag you across the pavement <laughs> well even though i'm a part of a union i still can't strike Oh yeah, because your trust didn't win first past the post. No, it's the fact that you find this comedic. Like, can we just calm down? Because we're really going through it. Okay, I'm gonna. I'll just. <laughs> acting like she's not in the trenches with us. She's actually a troll. Just because you're not. Just because you're not in your, with the union. I'm definitely. Are you not keeping silence here? Wow. I, I, mean, I, ple- I plead a fifth. I mean. I'm going to mm. strike. My, <laughs> my trust also didn't vote to strike and I'm not, I'm not risking facing disciplinary action. It's not that deep. And £50 is, well, I wouldn't even get £50 because my trust didn't vote to strike. So I'm not compromising my bag, my very small bag, but my bag nonetheless <laughs> to go home and strike. Yeah. I'll, be stri- I'll be striking. On, on both days however my trust is not included uh in the strikes on the 15th and the 20th so we need to wait until january maybe and we got an email today at co is said if you still choose to strike on the 15th and the 20th despite us not being allowed to strike that we recommend you speak to your rcn um representative because there will be legal action uh so yeah that's that on that but i will be striking in january though wait a minute can i just so everybody who voted to strike, so all the trusts that are included, they're not all striking at the same time. No, RCN have changed this. So initially, everyone was meant to strike on the 15th and 20th, mm-hmm. and my my trust has been removed. So we can't strike right. next week to be confirmed. Like January, so just, February. So it's just your one that's been removed, not the rest. The f- only two trusts in London were removed. So it's like, why? They're trying to stagger it because they're trying this is not a to set make up. this. Yeah, it's giving fake. I don't know. But don't you, you want momentum, though, don't you? So it's like just two trust not striking. What's that adding to? Like, 
you're a big hospital and you're a teaching hospital maybe that's why I think so I think so because I know a lot of people are you know voted to strike um so yeah so I'll let you know in January if we get dates but as it stands I'll be at work next week and if you are striking in Jan are you going to go and pick it and stand outside with a little sign of course not it's cold freezing scary <laughs> no do you so know guys, what yeah really i can't <laughs> no it's one is too cold i was gonna go to work here and then i found out that next week when we're meant to strike quote unquote that there was literally no ward nurses so they're like yeah if you come in as a specialist you're gonna cover the ward and i was like hmm i'm definitely striking <laughs> so that's way oh yeah, yeah for my house i'll probably i don't know i might pick it i don't know see how i feel in january okay quite cold in jan just putting it out there yeah i'm hearing snows coming so do you know what Mm, i'll let you know i'll send if i do pick it i'll send pictures you know proof of life and things like that i think if i had the option to strike i would actually do it i think just for the vibe would you go and pick it though yeah for the vibe good content We can take our snares and she can repost us. Do you know what I mean? Content. I'm out here. I think I would, you know, it's just one day and it's a part of history. So, yeah. Two, de- two days. Okay. But I ain't got to go to both of them now, Chara. It's cold. <laughs> Plus, that's two days worth of work you're losing out. Do you know what I mean? On. I'd go for one day um, just to show my support if mm. I could. Yeah. I think I wish, yeah, I would support it if I could. But... And if we were all going as a team, minus Ask Nurse, I would probably go. Yeah. I think that's the thing, yeah. If I was going with, you know, people who, I don't know, who are a bit like me and things like yeah. that, I can't be yeah. on it. Yeah. Whereas at the moment, it's like, yeah, the delegates. Mm, yeah. They're not really swaying me. I said I'd make us all sandwiches for the picket line. Mm. I want something more than that. <laughs> dry food. <laughs> no dry sandwich. We could go out for a cheeky meal after. Okay. As you wish. But we ain't going, so it's all thoughts. But guys, the real question is, is like, I want to know is that if like the rules were different and obviously like there was no ethics forever, would you guys go as far as like gluing yourself to the ground? That's what I would have done. Like, am, I on, you... <laughs> am I on drugs? Why would I glue myself to the ground? I'm not ready Absolutely to die for the not. cause. I love my job, but I'm not going to mm-hmm. die for it. So nursing, is it worth you gluing yourself to the it's ground? It's not. It's no, not no. because you're going to get yourself arrested and then you're going to get my CRB. a criminal record. And <laughs> That's why I said aside your job prospects. Aside of the ethics and the legalities and whatever, blah, blah, blah. As in, if, if, as in I wasn't going to get arrested if I didn't. You're not getting arrested. Like, would you, are you that passionate no, about this cause? No, no sorry. So guys, what are you doing then? Then forget even the picket then. Because no. Because if you're not <laughs> so glue dedicated. My, glue myself to the ground. What, I think I'm going to camp outside. I would yes. not survive. I would not survive overnight. I'm not, as, I, I'm, not I'm not the NHS's toughest Pick soldier, please. I, ca- I can't. I can't. I'm so sorry. What would Rosa Parks do? Not glue herself to the ground. She, I'm a Rosa Parks. So exactly. Do you not have a dream? I have a dream, but it's not going to be done cool outside. Cash. To, to, to my glue myself is. to the ground. It's not that serious. Yvette, to, would you glue yourself to the ground? Do you know what I mean? Yes. 
I would glue myself to the ground. I feel like if I'm going to do something, I have to do it 100% to the maximum. I feel like, don't get me wrong, right now we know that this, guys, cardboard paper ain't going to do nothing. But obviously we have the ethics and whatever, the legalities. However, if it was, do you know what? You know what? Let me not even lie. Even it being illegal, mm, but yeah. I personally am so for this gluing. I'm so for this sitting in the road, everything. It causes commotion, but that is the whole point. That is the whole point in create getting change because you have to create some kind of commotion. Someone has to be affected. Something has to be affected. A system has to be affected in order for there to be a change. So yeah, I'm, I'm even wearing, what is it? The, what's that thing called? The fleece that they're wearing, the reflective whatever. I'm wearing <laughs> the <laughs> I'm, wearing, I'm not even wearing the one that is like a gilet. I'm wearing the jacket one. You know, and the trousers bag. to match. You might as well wear the Bob the Builder hat too with the light. No, on top. there's there's better ways to go about it. I feel like the gluing your hands. Yeah, one, it's like you're putting yourself in harm's way. So now you're gonna get yeah. the third degree burns. Wait, sorry, uh, this might be a blonde moment, but people are actually putting glue, like gorilla glue, and, or yes, sitting on the floor. Yeah, yeah. Why would I want to hurt myself? Actually, imagine serious. I can't get up. What, what if I'm actually stuck there? That's how passionate they are. Like, listen, they need, they want a change. You know, in France and all these countries, you think they go and do picket line. They start burning the place down. They do all sorts. They egg, like, they do. Not arson. Girl. That's what I said. Aside from the legalities, if it obviously wasn't illegal, then, yeah. If it wasn't illegal, I'd throw the eggs then. I'm not gluing my body to this UK. (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) Pick somebody but else. But you know what? Uh-huh. I hear what you're saying, Yvette, that you do have to do drastic things. And so I, I actually do agree with that. It's just whether I personally want to do that. I don't think so. I'll do but the egg in. I do understand that you do have to cause a disruption. Do you remember them people that, that, that held up the Dartford whatever for days? Yay. And I'm like, that's the kind of disruption that we want to, we want to, chaos. We want to see chaos, but we I need just want to chaos. Unfortunately, it has to be a big inconvenience. Back to what I was saying a few weeks ago, like this is why TFL, as much as they still not getting paid to how much they're worth, they do get some level of constant increase. And it's because they literally take out of the government's pocket. We're never going to be able to do that. But how is gluing ourselves to the floor going to do that? If we just don't go, then that's different. No, but we're not going to not just go then, is it? Are we? The thing is, we cannot just go, but for further calamity, you glue, glue yourself. yourself to the ground. Right? No, no, no. I can glue myself nowhere. to my couch. She I can glue myself to the couch, then there's, not, there's nothing moving. What would, so what would what would um, take out of the government's pockets? With nothing. Nothing. Yeah. And this is why I'm saying that this 15... That's why they're sitting there saying how we're unreasonable and what we're asking for is unachievable or whatever, because they know they're not giving it. The lady health secretary mm, that was there, she said, if you don't like, pack your bag and go. <laughs> she did. She's rude for that. You know, I think there's a caveat to it. I think thinking as a black person right now, <laughs> I'm not going to glue myself to it because it's like, I can glue myself, right? <laughs> and someone else who doesn't look like me can glue themselves. But it's going to be two different outcomes where we end up, you know what I mean? So I think two different that's why I can't even think of myself doing that because I just know that as a black person, I'm limited, even in moving med. They'll now say a cap, a cap to it. They'll now say mentally unstable nurse glued herself to the ground and it's yours's face front page. No, thank you. <laughs> I hear you guys. No, thank you. I hear you. However, it can't be an obstacle. I get it. I definitely agree that yes, you'll be reprimanded more. That like, will be most of it and stuff like that. But again, 
this is what you're fighting for. Rosa Parks, yeah, did what she did and knowing she could die, but she did it for her people. She was passionate. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. I hear you, but passionate now i think a nice way to run this up here shout to rue the nh is not my father's company i have no shares in this so i'm not it's not a dying cause i'm not ready to die on the line you're giving like sacrifice sacrificial lamb it's too much Mm -mm. i'm sorry and you know what i think also we this podcast we said nursing and lifestyle yeah we love being (laughs) but like bro lifestyle (laughs) For the lifestyle, I am not gluing myself anywhere because I've got enjoyment to do. I hear you guys. I glue my hand and I now lose a hand and now I'm limbless. Uh Uh-uh. The thing is, the thing is, obviously, it's never going to get to that. However, if we were in treacherous times and that was an option, I'm definitely doing it. I think that's just me. I'm doing it because... I feel like, but the thing is, again, I'm not so passionate about this strike stuff. I'm not so passionate about this fight for pay thing. I'm not. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm not. And that's why even last minute, people are like, oh, why don't you join a union so you can vote? No, they're not getting my £16 because they don't do nothing about it. Like, we're not even going to get into that, soft, that um, you know, what's that sensitive topic. But to me, it's not worth it. Now that you brought that up here, when that sixteen pound left my account on the first, I almost choked. Sixteen forty. Don't forget the forty pence. Oh, sorry, it was sixteen forty. Yeah, I don't even know why we're lying. It's sixteen forty. So two months is almost thirty three pounds. If I have to okay, correct, yeah. <laughs> okay, guys. But oh my gosh, do you know what? I actually have something to tell you guys. Like, what? I just wanted Ooh. to tell you guys something so exciting and so lovely so today guys we hit 301 plays look at us i I told you i told you i told you before the before the end of the year i was like 200 clear and you fall listen listen free 301 to be precise so guys thank you so much for everyone that has been listening thank you for sharing all of that kind of stuff like honestly it means so much to us because this is just the beginning for us and you know it's been what not even three weeks not even 21 days and we've got 300 plays so honestly from the bottom of my like it means a lot but I thought I'll just share it with you guys live and direct can we like introduce ourselves again because my name is changed (laughs) My I can't go to Tesco anymore. I can't go to Tesco. Sorry. Today's price is not yesterday's price. Honestly, exactly. It's uh-uh. actually not. Oh, honestly, no. So honestly, like I'm so happy and so overwhelmed. Like, yeah, guys, honestly, you're making the end of our year. I don't think you even know it. So thank you. Yes, thank you. Love Everyone. it, love it, love it. Okay, so nursing pet peeves, nursing pet peeves. So I'm going to kick this off with my nursing pet peeve. Now, this is one of my biggest nursing pet peeves, yeah, as a clinical nurse anyway. When you come on shift, yeah, so guys, you know, when I'm a clinical nurse, I'm a neonatal junior sister. Thank you. Um, I absolutely hate coming on and seeing my babies looking raggedy as hell like they just done like they are the ones that did 20 12 and a half hour shifts the babies I, the, babies. the babies in it how they get drawn into this 
why are you looking after the baby and the stickers is here of like so oxygen for example the ng tube the stickers looking all raggedy like they haven't been changed i can see that they wearing this like for the whole day like what's going on their bed sheets aren't looking so like i want to be able to give my patients the comfortability that when a parent walks in and sees their child like yeah you look good so i i think my biggest problem is the stickers and don't get me wrong i know what it's like when you have a baby that pulls out their wires and stuff like that and then you end up being in a position where you're just taping 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 however why don't you just start afresh honestly and just retape everything so they look nice rather than putting duoderm on top of duoderm like it doesn't look nice it's also hard to take off like guys come on please that is just my biggest um nursing pet peeve I don't think I have many but that is just my biggest pet peeve like why does the baby look like that mm. I think Mm-mm. I've got tea I've got tea seeing as it's Christmas my biggest nursing pet peeve sick of Santa with a 10 pound budget girl <laughs> now we luxury babes what, what, what is that like be for real what is that like okay but my workplace is five pound what <laughs> Tell them to buy you a coffee one day or a hot drink. What about when you do the secret Santa and you don't even get the gift? So everyone else gets their gift and they're waiting like, mm. no, okay, but that happened nah. to me. That happened to me. The person basically was all supposed to bring it in advance. Someone did, the person had me all of a sudden was sick on the day that was given it and I was watching everybody open their gift and I was sitting there like, waiting for your five pound gift. So oh, that's no. not nice. <laughs> That's not nice. I know there's cost of living <laughs> and things like that, yeah, but let's be real. This wasn't like... cost of living time. This was 2019. Thank you. <laughs> well, pre-pandemic. Good. Pre-pandemic. So we, had, we had money, money. We had we money, had money. money. They get oh, nada. Oh, so what's the God. truth here? What is the like, truth? You need to name and shame people. I would only do <laughs> sick of Santa, yeah, like if it was like, I know you vet has me and I have a vice versa. I want to know mm. who's got me so that I can move mad. <laughs> when I give you back here, yeah, your washing set, whatever it is, you'll see i'm so done anyway that that is my number one non-clinical pet peeve and my clinical pet peeve will be it has to be without a doubt poor documentation or lack of documentation oh, after an encounter with a patient because then one you know that's a barrier to timely patient care and that is ultimately going to lead you know to poor health comes and things like that so you're thinking even things like you know i think more time yeah people think like oh it's, it's minor it's minor when actually no increased mortality rates comes off the back of that you know prolonged stay in hospital comes off the back of that and increased complications comes off the back of that so it's things where it's like just document when you see the patient or do do diligence Literally. i feel like that gets to me and i feel like with every single day you will come across someone who's not done something and then it's like now you're just delaying everything because you Mm -hmm. just and document when you do things i know you you can get busy and you can then write you know in retrospect fine but i feel like if you know it's very timely and it's very critical do it then and then because then Mm -hmm. i can't be chasing you and then it becomes oh but i told you that that that's verbal communication Mm -hmm. When, Mm -hmm. when it pertains to patients if it's not written down that is when apart from secret santa you see me moving mad and they no. know, I, I will move mad with that because now I look incompetent based on you because you didn't do your part. And now, yeah. like, oh, Yolanda, you didn't do your part, but how was I to do my part without knowing what came before that? You know what I mean? So it's like, just be mindful. That's one thing I can't let slide whatsoever. 
I definitely hear you. I think people definitely underestimate that documentation plays a huge part in information sharing because mm-hmm. it's not now like, obviously, even my workplace is like, I would say it's more so like a big MBT. When I access documents, I want to know what other professionals have done, maybe what other investigation, whatever other things that they have identified, like from your perspective as a health professional, what have you seen that I might not see or what do I need a heads up for? For example, mm-hmm. if I'm giving, if I'm doing a home visit, for example, and you're, let's say, a health visitor and you've been to that house for the younger siblings, you already know what the home environment is like. So you need to document that. Am I mm-hmm. at risk or something? Do I need a heads up on something? And also, I don't want to be in a position where I have to be chasing up other professionals oh do I need to consider xyz before going because that's all time consuming just document it and it's there even when we look at communication how much percent of communication is even verbal if um jay tells you something how am I supposed to know that jay told you something it's not written um, exactly if it's not documented how am I supposed to know if it's not documented it never happened it never happened simple the back of that is also reading and i'll give an example today obviously not na- mentioning any trust patient blah, blah 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 a patient came to clinic he was very unwell we admitted him from clinic this was at 9 37 to be precise he had an outpatient appointment with a different department at 11 30 that was a dna all our notes are electronic so my whole thing is that when you open his notes today there were four encounters from the clinic to him being an ed triple a being clogged with post-take ward round before your 11th appointment. Yet the person wrote DNA, called the patient they didn't pick up because he's in hospital. He was in in resource at the time. So again, as things are fair enough, she's documented something, but you failed to read what was literally the tab below that. So I think those two go hand in hand, poor documentation and not reading like look at the notes no I hear you on the reading I hear you big time on the reading because big time because literally like oh no someone will document something after somebody else and then they'll be doing query this and query that but if you just scroll down small you know not even far down the page you know if you scroll down small you will see all the information and the answers to your query 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 read the damn thing you come and write something else (laughs) after she's saying read like no 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 no. there's certain things that i see and i'm like is this person insane and it's like you is there it's right in front of you stop being a lazy practitioner and after all you as a practitioner i thought all the time when you're involved with someone you should want to know what's going on because at Mm -hmm. the end of the day it's patient-centered care and they are the center of everything that we're doing so how do you know that something you're doing might not contradict what another health professional is doing this is all like creating anxieties i always ask myself when i somewhere like get a referral or something comes to me i always ask myself okay does this family does this patient really really need an extra health professional involved with them because that's them speaking to another health professional Mm. about everything all over again when Mm. you can just read someone else's assessment don't get me on a certain case where you might need to do your one as well depending on the date that it happened depending again on how it's documented but ask yourself do I really need to be involved with this patient? If they have a good rapport with someone else, you can just, you know, work alongside that person, liaise with them and then go for it that way. Especially because I do kids, obviously. So all this unnecessary pulling them out of lesson and all that stuff, I hate it. If I don't need to do it, I'm not doing it. If they very have a good relationship with their youth centre, youth club, then I might pop in there or I might speak with them and find out. Just a bit of background research. But do I need to do it myself? No. This is why sometimes we find ourselves, yeah, podded and probing and we don't get the maybe, let's say, a positive reaction from 
pay patience plus distraction from the family but it's like did you really need to do that are you just being nosy here you can have your professional judgment and professional curiosity without actually communicating with the patient and documentation is everything however you can't do that as well if it's poor documentation can you or so copying to- and pasting oh, i was just about to get onto that because on the subject of reading the copying and pasting <laughs> one and i think my pet especially like junior doctors yeah <laughs> do, not co- do not copy and paste yeah query cap query consolidation but then the x-ray was done three days ago did you even open did you even open the report? they didn't they didn't or query heart failure an echo was done yesterday what did the echo say exactly have you done the blood what does the bmp say so things like that where you're literally just copying what mm. the initial clocking was like five days ago mm. but we've moved from them because now we've got investigations your mm-hmm. diagnosis is changing on a di- hence a working diagnosis that does my head in so much it's like did, did you even try did you even change yeah, your name no. at the bottom did you even change your name <laughs> to put your name at the bottom because that's <laughs> my that is literally one of my ones because in mental health like we'll write notes at the end of the shift for each patient right and so there's like a standard kind of um structure that we use so you can copy and paste that but then some people like you don't read what has been written and i've just seen people like copy and paste especially when they copy and paste my notes because i'm like i actually write them i write my notes i'll copy and paste the template and i will write everything again myself and so when people copy mine i'm like and i'm reading some of the notes i'm like i did i wrote that but that was yesterday's issue not today's issue so you did like people don't even read and i it's lazy lazy practice and it really grinds my gears because i'm just like it doesn't take you three minutes to just quickly read through and scan through what's been said and make sure you're changing the relevant things that you need to change not to just like oh whack it on there it's the same as yesterday it doesn't really matter yeah it's really annoying i don't even mind in terms of copy and pasting i don't fully mind it as long as you're referencing to the history maybe or you're saying that maybe the school nurse reported that or um, school nurse has shared information at XYZ. However, now XYZ gives it a bit of a story sometimes and just the way you want to see maybe improvement or stuff like that. But don't claim it as your own work. Mm. That's my yes, biggest that's issue. issue. Yeah, that's the issue where you just like a straight copy and paste. Because I do, I, I write a lot of reports. So I get lots of information from different sources. But when I copy and paste it, I'll be like notes gathered from X or from this assessment. Mm. And exactly. I'll even put it in italics, in quote marks. And then my own assessment is my own words. And then I've gone on to like notes afterwards when I've done a report and like people have just copied like like chunks of my report and just put it into their notes and I'm like bro I did that can you just at least say, like <laughs> can you reference me please yeah <laughs> As in, like, give me my but, flowers honestly yeah. <laughs> that's my stuff one of my biggest pet peeves on the ward as a clinical nurse on the ward now as a specialist nurse is this it's not my patient mentality I don't like it Ooh, I don't yeah. like it I don't like it like it, it's everyone's patient please like this are uh, um if you ask someone a question oh sorry it's not my patient yeah yeah but that person is not around so you know you can kind of step in as a professional and you know either pass the message on or you'd be like oh it yells it's the face for me because <laughs> yeah. I get I get the other side of the argument to that that's no I, mean. I just feel like it's just a very lazy mentality the call bell's going oh no that's not my patient excuse me oh, no, that's, different. that's what i'm seeing that that whole mentality needs to go in the bin like fair enough if, as a specialist you'll probably key work specific patients so there's certain things that you probably wouldn't get someone else to do however you could take the message and pass it on 
like no one's expecting you to do it but you can kind of get that information it's not my patient but is anything I can do okay cool so I hear you I definitely hear you especially when sorry I was just gonna say quickly especially Mm -hmm. when on general ward you all have the handover sheet Bruh, yeah, let's not do that let's I not get what you mean do you know majority of my frustration is when you're on the ward because at the end of the day the only reason why everyone has their patient is to soften the load like everyone's got their group that they're looking after yes but at the end of the day it's all our responsibility to kind of you know help where we can with anybody people need to go on breaks people need to go down to x-ray people need to go other places in the hospital so if a specialist comes to you and says hey like um do you know who has so-and-so um yeah this person is on my patient uh sorry pardon hello no, it's true. That's why we get handover for the whole room. The whole the thing. Whole ward, if that was example. the case, we would go specifically to the nurses so that you get your exactly. specific handover. Well, we all hear the same handover. So as nurses, we should be a bit more compassionate, caring. Yeah. Let's get back to the scenes. I'm happy for you to say, oh, for example, like, oh, as of this morning, X, Y, Z, I'm not too sure what has happened during the thing, but you can just look at the notes. Well, you know what I'm I mean? from a neonatal perspective anyway. If the parent comes in, like, for example, when the nurse is on break, I'm covering for that person whilst they're on break so I might be like oh overnight xyz now that we've started a shift I can see here this and that however exactly. when the, your nurse that's looking after your baby comes she can be able to give you a better a bit insight. more information otherwise the parent is just sitting there so anxious having to wait all those minutes for the nurse mm-hmm. to come when you can literally look at the chart and say exactly that. I think in the end it's the notes are so clear that you cannot not share that information exactly yours what do you want to say honey no I was gonna say it depends on the trust you work because I worked in a trust where like you'd all do the hard work together like all the nurses mm-hmm. so like just your risk assessments da, 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 what happened overnight if there's any incidences but when it came to handover you'd go to your bay okay so you're then getting handover for your named your patients bae. going going back to us about name patient going to your name patient that way those that is your responsibility because i'm sorry i understand the whole notion of yeah we're all here for you know to support each other but i'm not looking after 28 patients but it's not so, even the, we're not expecting you it's, leave, how you communicate, it's just how it? you communicate but i think it goes back to our same documentation and verbal communication because many a times when you go on the wards yeah and someone says that's not my patient i don't even ha- i don't even hand over to you because the chances are by the time the person comes you're not going to hand over the right things you may miss out certain things so i'd rather wait or bleep the person or document in the notes online because yeah. i feel like verbal communication within nursing yeah is very hit and miss because mm-hmm. then you can literally tell someone yeah like three simple things mm-hmm. and they're like oh did the specialist nurse come oh yeah just continue with current management when you've changed everything so it's like yeah but it's just the mentality i feel like some nurses mm-hmm. just need to come out of that it's not my patient mentality like i get that you could be busy um i'm not asking you to go and put a bedpan underneath not my patient sort of vibes but you know hello true. just I have think, a bit um, more of a better team spirit like this not my patient sucks i'm so sorry yeah. the cool bell going you're not going because it's not your patient you're just looking oh you're not going in there because it's not my patient please i ain't got time for that yeah i think um maybe because of how yours experience is whenever mm. i've done peds we literally get individual handover for the whole yeah. ward like basic and then you'll get one-to-one handover for mm. the patient that you're looking after neonates is a bit different you won't get handover for the whole ward but you definitely get handover for the whole room that you're in so let's say you have a maximum of six you might only be looking after two yourself however i should be able to hand over those six i should mm. be able to listen on ward round for the changes and maybe give possible mm. recommendations it might not be fine fine detail because i haven't looked after them since we've come on ward but i can say 
at least six hours ago or at least five hours you ago, know something i know yeah. something do you get what i mean that makes so, sense and also if you're in the room as well and the baby's constantly deciding I'm literally right there one second you know I mean? away. No, so. I'm just playing the devil's advocate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Just on the topic of... You're, you're foaming at your mouth, Jade. You're like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm playing. So, just on the topic of the ward, yeah. Another pet peeve of mine is when I can't find the bedside folders. Why is it not ah! the Why am I doing laps? No, why am I nerds. doing laps around the ward to find my folder? Like on the ward as a nurse, my the thing is when the doctors okay. take the is the doctors the, always yeah you know, the doctors take the folders and they have it on their cow running around running around and I'm there looking for my folder to document my notes because I've been writing odds all morning and it's all the way at the end of the ward. I hate that. And as a specialist yeah. nurse, I hate when I come to review my patients. And I can't find the folder. So now I'm coming to do laps around to see how my blood sugars are. No, I don't have time for that. Please, can we just make sure that when we use the folders, they go back where they need to go. Or if the nurse is using the folder, that's fine because I can look for the nurse for that child and they have the folder. But I can't come to the nurse on that day and be like, oh, hi, have you seen the folder? Oh, I'm not sure. Um, Have you checked around the other side? No, I didn't come here to do our <laughs> marathon. I know I'm Jamaican, but I didn't say I was using Bolt's cousin, so I don't know why. Oh I was no! Going around and around and around to try and find this. Sorry. No, no, don't make this... me yell. <laughs> I think this comes uh, ties in quite well with the um, NHS five year strategy. This whole, you know, digital um, way of working and technology, because mm. then there is a lot of health inequalities when you realise that certain barriers or certain trusts, i.e., will have mm. um, electronic notes. Mm-hmm. versus paper notes because then go, again going back to the whole timely care thing where if you review a patient and he's taking hours five notes that patient can literally crash deteriorate anything can happen Honestly. and nothing's written down whereas when you're just typing as you go along everything is done with within it's like it's a nice timeline well they need to invest in more computers then because i don't know how they no, 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 it's, to document... part, it's, part, it's part of the plan though like the whole five-year strategy so at the end of that the whole london or the whole you know Sorry, but, when is this five years strategy over? Because I feel like it's been going on for about. Well, it's every five years, isn't oh. it? No, no, no. I oh. think it's is it tw- not twenty twenty four is coming to end. I think it's twenty twenty four. Yeah. Okay. But due so they to got contrary... time to go electronic. But what about our pay? But due to contrary, <laughs> you know, belief, I actually prefer paper notes, Same. and I think Ooh. I prefer paper notes because it's all I've known. So in the NHS, um both trusts that I've worked in, it's not that there's not enough money. It's just that there hasn't been an appropriate. Um, let's say templates, stuff like that for neonates because the whole rest of the hospital is electronic. It's just mm-hmm. ITU is not. So obviously neonates has an ITU as well. So they just, we just mm-hmm. don't have it. But I personally prefer paper notes. I'm more of a paper person. Like I'm one of those 100%. people that when I'm studying, I be printing stuff. When I need to go through stuff, I be printing and highlighting. I'm definitely, do you know what I don't like laptops, first of all. And these wheelie um, desktops. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it. And again, how many are the walls gonna have and are chasing people? Can I use it? Can I use it? Please, I'm okay with the paper notes. But do you know what I love about paper as well, especially when it comes to like obs and like plotting blood sugars, is it just looks better. You can see deterioration as but you it's can going get, you downhill. can get the trend though on online. I wouldn't know because I've been a paper babe all my uh, nursing career. See, like I think with us, yeah, it's so <laughs> hard because everything is trust. I'm sorry, <laughs> everything is centralized. So like if I click IE on your lanza you'd see my vital signs, you'd see um, pathology, you'd see all the imaging, you'd see um, 
there's any black gases done then you see your gp records or your letters to your gp yeah your we've actually we've got that do you guys use crs nah it's oh wait mm. you don't I even know what it's called, called. <laughs> <laughs> no it's power chart but... oh yeah power chart yeah 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 that's what we yeah. call crs yeah we've got power chart but we just don't doc- we don't put our obs on there so we might copy and paste our um because we have our own database for our notes so we'll copy and paste it on there but like obs uh... and stuff is on maybe it's because it's for diabetes though because we've got like our own drug charts it wouldn't really work on power chart yeah probably that's mm-hmm. why you probably don't have electronic notes Same yeah to be fair so I think we've actually got it maybe I am one of the rich trusts <laughs> yeah neonates <laughs> the way the documentation is at the moment I really would wonder what they would have to devise in order for it to work yeah my last my little pet peeve is when you hand something over to the night shift because sometimes the day shift is obviously I'm a, I'm a day shift babe let me just get that out of the way but there's certain things that I'm like you hand over to the night because they, they've got time then they're not doing anything very like intense during the night right and then you come back on shift and they're handing you handing it back over <laughs> to you to do and I'm like bro you could have done this overnight so an example would be like say we had a new admission and they like they'll have all their properties because like the ward I, I worked on um patients stay for like a long time so they come with like a lot of stuff so in the daytime, you don't have time to go because you have to go through every like every item of property, write everything down, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, so that you know they know that we know what they've bought, so that if anything goes missing, we have a documentation of it. Um, so sometimes I'll be like, okay, we didn't manage to get start going through the property, so can you do that overnight? Why is the property where I left it yesterday? Why is it still here? And now I have to do it the day shift. They were sleeping. You know how you guys do. <laughs> wow okay mental health nurses you guys love a little nap (laughs) i'm screaming allegedly not the stigma now just kidding (laughs) no do you know when i first started studying they told us that um the like stereotypical thing for mental health nurses is that we all we do is make cups of tea Mm. and i was like Mm. oh i wish you made too many to count <laughs> too many to count but yeah no people have people just laziness i think the more yeah the story, don't be a lazy practitioner because it's not cute honestly mm-hmm. like the like on that topic like handing over silly things that you could have done yourself like Thank really you. like mm-hmm. this you want to hand over to me especially like things that are meant to be done in a day why are you telling me to do this on a night like do you really think i'm gonna do this at night like let's be real here yeah mm-hmm. there's definitely it definitely works both ways i think mm-hmm. definitely works both both ways and you yeah or you've come on on, on on a day shift and the night staff didn't do any cleaning, like the place is still dirty. Hmm. Like, yeah, the jobs for the night, exactly. Because the jobs for the night is literally clean the ward. All you have to do is get wipes and clean stuff down. So like, now... In the morning, because we had to, we, do, we didn't have like a specific handover room, but we were like in the dining room. The dining room is messy from supper the night before. And I'm like, so what, how, what are you doing? They'll now say that they got busy. But they were able to order food when it was quiet and then it gets busy and then they can't do the jobs that were meant to be yeah. done. Mm. <laughs> uh, I think my last pet peeve and ironed uniforms. I can't lie. I, I never ironed my uniform. <laughs> no, no, no. There's a difference here. Yeah, if you put in the tumble dry and then you leave it like just, air dry. It looks air but dry. If it looks like it's been through the shadow of the valley of death, trials and tribulations, <laughs> it's like, to me, yeah, I can't take it seriously. Because it's like, if you don't care about how you look, you're never presentable. 
you now like, crumpled you know it up. You know when it's so bag. crumpled out. Yeah, you think you you wash you put it in the washing machine, put it out in the Sahara Desert. Like it's yeah. so come like Bill Tong. It's so dry and I, oh. not the jerky. <laughs> And then it's like you're looking after people, right? And you and look like tr- that. They should trust you. <laughs> they should trust you after you look like that. I'm wow. sorry. I mean, I wore scrubs, so that was always crushed up. Is we had the folded glasses. No, no, scrubs, scrubs are right because it's like more time. It's like okay, it's expected. But when it's your uniform, and I know you can have one or two creases, but when the creases are so, <laughs> like you know, like when you crush up paper, like oh, I don't want this anymore. And then you undo it. <laughs> and then you undo it. <laughs> okay, my last pet peeve. When doctors take up the hallway and they just think they're so damn important. And it's like, excuse me, can you get out of the way, please? Because I've got places to go. As in, the, they just stand in the hallway. like they're, In, the, in the, spe- like, you know the specialities, they'll come to the ward. They'll have all their juniors, or everyone, the whole team. Right. And they the just, surgical yeah. team, especially. They just be in the way. And it's the like, whole convoy. Like, can, can I pass? Like, <laughs> I have to cut through your convoy. Could you not just take this to the side? Like, that happened today. That's why I'm triggered. No. There's so <sighs> many pet peeves, though. So on that note, guys, thank you for listening to today's episode. Why don't you share with a friend and a fellow nurse? Thank you. Bye.